0: On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel here. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the host plus Sandford League heading into round three, where some big matchups are taking place. None bigger than the ANZAC Day grand final rematch. It is North Adelaide taking on Norwood, but men some other big games coming up too. The team sitting comfortably at the top of the ladder at the moment. On Saturday, they'll be taking on Central District. Is the Adelaide Football Club and one of their marquee signings for 2023 joins us now. Jack Magin. Jack, good afternoon. How are you going? Uh, no worries. Uh, it's great to speak with you. You have experienced a, a weekend in Adelaide where there was no football. Let's quickly get your take on Gather Round to start off with before we focus on the Sandfall and the match-up against the Doggies.
1: Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, got to catch up with a few of my old teammates. and the city, there was a real buzz. and seemed to be all the games were played at a, at a pretty high level and all the ovals, ovals held up. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Really good, Jack.
2: Now, before we get into the footy, I have to ask you about your basketball career. You went to Delta State University in Cleveland, Mississippi, four years as a shooting guard. Now, did you come up against any? We're watching the NBA here in the studio. Is there any players of note that you played
1: against or played with? Um. Oh, we well, actually um, a guy on my team in my in my junior year. He won the NCAA dunk contest. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, maybe the biggest name. We played, like, Dusty Hanners. I played against him, who was an import for the 36 a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, he was back in the um, G League this year, Dusty fa playing for, for Golden State's G League side.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, so we played... He played for Arkansas, so we played them um, in an exhibition game. But, yeah, I, I don't think there was many other NBA players or anything of note, really. I was Division 2, so... A lot of good players, but none um, none that made the NBA.
0: Just one more on basketball. One of the most frequently asked questions that you would get would be in relation to your former AFL side in Collingwood because everybody refers to Scott Pendlebury as having a basketball background. But what were <laughs> what was those moments like around Collingwood? Because you did have uh, a lot of basketballers there, Mason Cox as well. So when you actually got to scrimmage and, and shoot hoops, I'm sure that would, be, would have been quite intense.
1: Yeah, probably the most um, underrated one is Tom Wilson. Um, who actually was a sub on the weekend? He he was like the world all star five, I think, for the under seventeen or nineteen world championship. So he was a he was a real like jet basketballer. But Pendles was um Pendles was pretty handy as well. And Coxie had a photo of um, him guarding Joel Embiid up in his locker. That, he liked to show everyone, so.
2: <laughs> that is great. Uh, now, Jake, we'll get into the footy. You played forty nine games for the Collingwood Football Club between two thousand eighteen and two thousand and twenty two you're originally from Williamstown in the Barossa. So the move over to Adelaide, was there a potential that you might go more local to where you grew up, to Central District? So how did that come about?
1: Yeah. Um, no, I definitely thought about that, but I guess wanting to stay sort of in the AFL system and, um, and have like a, a I guess a, a role within the football department at, at the Crows was a big draw card um, to going to the Adelaide football club. So um, I'm obviously development coordinator there and, and, Help with their NGA programs and father-sons and um, helping out with the women's program as well. So I definitely, yeah, definitely had a chat to Sanchez um, and a few other sample clubs because I did want to get home because it's such a strong competition and, and I can already tell the, you know, the level of professionalism after two two games um, compared to maybe some of those other development leagues like the VFL, So, Is the other...
0: A part of your move to make sure you're around the elite environment that the Adelaide football club has straight away. So you, you'll train together. As you said, you, you're part of the, the staff there now. So you pretty much just go from one elite setup into the other while still being in the AFL system. And if, if you decided to pursue your AFL career once again at a, a mid season draft or something like that, Adelaide is the best pathway for you.
1: Oh, it was, I think it was more, obviously I would jump at it if, if that was to happen. Um, But I think it was more to sort of set myself up for a potential like development role or or saying of that nature, like that assistant coach development role um, at an AFL club. But that was sort of more what I was going down the path of. And I guess the byproduct is being able to be around that um, elite environment and and train with those AFL players every day. Um, But that that wasn't the main reason why I came over here. But uh, I was playing, like trying to get back into the AFL, but... If it happens, I'll jump at it. But, yeah, just being around that elite environment, training with, you know, highly motivated um, athletes every day is something that I still have a real passion for.
2: So speaking about that in elite environment and being around that all the time, the Crows and the Power in the Sandville, I think it's great for the competition because it means that all other teams in the comp gets to come up against some really elite players and you get to challenge yourself against those those guys your i guess thoughts on winning the sample flag was there a law or much of a carrot there in terms of hey we actually we actually want to have success in this league we don't want to just develop guys um how did how did that conversation go
1: yeah um no that definitely was spoken about that the, the goal of the SNFL team and and the competition for us is is to win a flag so that was really reassuring to hear because i know yeah, like I said, during all my BFL experiences, sometimes you know, people are playing out of positions to try different things. And, and sometimes winning, although everyone wants to win, it's probably not the highest priority all the time in those other competitions. So, yeah, coming to the SNFL and hearing, hearing like the senior coaches and stuff like that saying, you know, we really want to win an SNFL flag and obviously breed success throughout the club, Um, get used to winning, get used to playing in finals and big games and having that pressure can only be good for the development of the younger players as well. Have a look at the first couple of games
0: too and I I feel that when you've got a competitive AFL side it means you've got a competitive Sample team and you see the likes of of Matt Crouch, Kieran Strawns floating around there, um, Harry Schoenberg, so these are are players who have got AFL experience I'm, I'm sure that that makes it competitive and engaging when you are having the opportunity to train together knowing that there's no spot taken for granted which means everybody is going to give their role when they get the opportunity to play in the sandfall
1: yeah yeah you're spot on And also um just harping on the importance of like playing your role and and just doing what what your role requires like uh chase jones and um just running up and down the wing all day in the first first couple of practice games um in the sandfall and then the opportunity comes at the afl level and, and they're playing some really good football there so and they weren't doing anything that wasn't required of them on that wing role they just played that role really well and it's um yeah, then when they go into the AFL, it's it's business as usual for them and they're able to perform, so that's also really re- rewarding to see.
2: Now, Jack, you played as a key defender at AFL level, however, in the first two rounds we've seen you hit the scoreboard in the sample, so I just want to know what role and position is it that you are going to play this year for the Adelaide sample
1: team? <laughs> I think, um, obviously, I, I, I don't mind playing up forward and, and creating a contest up there, but as a as a sort of sandful listed player for an alliance club it's, you just got to sort of play where there's a spot for you so we've got a lot of um defenders at the moment um like Mark Keane um who's my teammate at the Pies is is over here uh James Borlace, and then Andrew McPherson um Luke McCarthy so there's there's a lot of defenders down there so it's just just about finding a position I can play and I told uh God you know this wherever you need me I'm I'm happy to to play, just thankful for the opportunity. So, um, you could see me in a multi- multiple positions this year, but um, probably the book ends down each end, I think, where I'd be most comfortable. So, either or, key defender or key forward.
2: Now, the other one that people always find interesting and intriguing is with your Sample players and your AFL players, I guess your top-up players and your AFL players, how often do the players actually train together? So if you've got Matt Crouch playing on the weekend in the Sample team, you've got guys that are playing potentially in Div 1 Amateur League football and then they might come into the uh, Sample reserve team on the weekend, how often is that training and that cohesion there?
1: Well, um, that's a good question. In the pre-season... Um they try to get a few of the sample listed blokes down on like a Friday, so anywhere from like one to four four of the guys. But then in season it's really um if if they can get along to captain's run, they're they're more than welcome with their work commitments. But other than that it's it's pretty much see on game day. Um which is which is a, obviously a disadvantage of, of playing for an Alliance club, but um also awesome that you know, like we've got Blaine O'Loughlin this year who gets to play with some um Really talented AFL players like Matt Crouch or Andrew McPherson, so it's got its pros and its cons. Um, but yeah, sometimes you might not. We had the buy in the weekend, like like every Central club, so some of the guys might not have seen each other for two weeks. So makes it a bit interesting it does
0: <laughs> what are you doing away from footy jack we like to use the Sandful show to get to know the people that make up this incredible league whether it's the, the men's or women's so what are you focusing on away from footy are you watching the nba playoffs are you, you're heading to the movies what tickles your fancy to keep you your mind balanced
1: well um yeah I, uh, i've got an 11 week old uh, daughter so she takes up a fair bit of my time at the moment and um I'm also studying a a certificate for an elite athlete well-being. So just, yeah, getting getting as much education and qualifications down that path in case something opens up in the sort of elite sporting field in the future. And definitely watching the NBA. I've got the uh, um, Knicks-Cavs game on my iPad at the moment, so... um, Really enjoying the the playoffs and spending time with family. And, yeah, that uh, takes up most of my time at the moment. And
0: do you find that you're heading to the club a little bit more often, if especially if your daughter's crying? You're like, oh, I've just been called. You. I have to go to the club a little bit earlier, unfortunately, just so you can take a breather. Because I've got two daughters, and I certainly would empathise if you said yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, just in case my wife listens to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> no comment, no. <nah>, um, <laughs> I <smart>. do... Like, <laughs> I, I do spend a fair bit of time there, and, and some days I don't, you know, like I'm, I'm gone before she wakes up, and, and on those long days I've got Sample training, sometimes I don't even get to see her. So yeah. um, I really relish the time I do get to have with her, but when she's been crying for an hour, sometimes I just think, oh, maybe I've got a work commitment I might, uh, <laughs> I might have to get to.
0: No, we appreciate your honesty, and good luck with the relationship if your wife is listening <laughs> to that now. Um, and good luck against the doggies as well. Jack Magin from the Adelaide Football Club, cheers for speaking with us on The Sample Show.
1: Uh, thank you for having me.
0: It's always good, men's, when we get people of um, really good experience. I think sometimes, and you're, you're the first-hand example of this, the IP that you get being around a professional environment like yourself with Geelong and Sydney and Jack with Collingwood, you bring those elite standards back. And people, I'm sure, when you made your way back from the AFL system, they just want to sit down and ask questions to you. And Jack would have experienced that as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're so lucky and fortunate to be in that professional environment, which teaches you how hard you actually can train and how hard to train. But also you pick up so much from that environment, yeah, that yeah, the other people around you, they are interested and intrigued to find out and see what they can get from that. And I found it interesting, uh, we had the same thing at Geelong where you have the AFL team and the VFL tr- team trained separately, but you try and get that to be linked up as much as possible. But he did say some guys won't actually see each other until game day and you've got to try and find that chemistry straight away.
0: When am I able to make a really big call? It's round
2: three. Can you give me permission at some stage to make a big call? Yeah, I think now that we're out of gather around, let's see what happens in Anzac round this weekend. Yep. And then i am think I'm ready for you to fire away.
0: Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it simmer until the weekend passes. I appreciate that. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the host plus Sandfall League, the head coach of the Roosters, Jacob Surgeon. Not too far away on S E N S A.